let me remind you that you can send questions, comments, even topic ideas to mbradio at marriagebuilders.com. And if you'd like to consider joining us as a caller to discuss further your situation, include your phone number. No, no, it doesn't mean that we're going to call you on air. I'll contact you off air. We'll have a great conversation. I'll get even more information from you about your situation, but I'll explain what's involved being a caller. And let me tell you, nothing is involved other than we just being at the phone and we'll call you. So that's mbradio at marriagebuilders.com. Well, David is writing us, and um, we seem to get more questions about Love Busters. It's kind of interesting. And now he is brief, but he sent uh, his email, and his email says it all. Here's what he says. I hit my wife once when we were both drinking. She has now left me. What percentage of women come back? It only happened once. Yeah, and it's an interesting issue you know if you hit your spouse once what should you do and and i wrote an article called my spouse just hit me now what and in that article i recommend separation once when you've been drinking separate why because it is a very very serious problem well let's take the drinking away you hit your spouse once no matter even if you're chewing gum <laughs> the point is you you leave you you know drinking exacerbates the situation right. and mm-hmm. often will bring that emotion on but many hits take place with no alcohol involved right so the question really is what should this man do i would say first of all he should never drink again the rest of his life he's already demonstrated once that he is dangerous. He's a dangerous person when he drinks. They were both drinking. Yep. And I would say to him, you you don't you do not drink anymore. You know, if if you uh, if you're an alcoholic where you where you can't stop drinking, you you check yourself into a treatment center and um, and help get the help you need to stop drinking. Um, my attitude about drinking is: does it ever cause a problem when you call when you call a person a problem drinker what do you mean by that it means that drinking creates problems either he gets a uh, uh, DWI uh, gets arrested for that or he gets into fights or he gets or he he says things he wish he hadn't said then he's a problem drinker and a person like that shouldn't drink period now, if a person is not a problem, if they're not a problem while they drink, um, there are physical problems that you can have. I mean, you can lose neurons in your brain, and and you can and you can uh, have a, a, a terrible liver. You can die at early age of 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 of, of uh, alcohol poisoning. Um, so there's all kinds of problems with drinking. In his particular case, he has to give it up entirely. Okay, and he made a comment here. It only happened once. Yep, and it only needs to happen once that you it, it, it's interesting how many people have that I that I'm that I've witnessed that have either killed their spouse or created um a, a, a permanent injury just once. In other words, if you get so angry that you decide you're going to have to hit your spouse in order to uh, get whatever it is off your chest. Uh, you are a dangerous person mm-hmm. to be with, mm-hmm. and your spouse has no business being with you. Now, 
the question often comes to me, and that is, what if my wife is the one hitting me? I would encourage the husband to get a divorce. Not divorce, divorce, to leave. I'm sorry, leave. I would Mm -hmm. encourage the husband to leave uh, for two reasons. Number one is that a wife can be just as dangerous as a husband, just as dangerous. Now, it's true that women don't, you know, women are uncommonly involved in murder. Women don't commit murder nearly as often as men do. But in marriage, research has indicated that women are as likely to commit physical violence as men. And so the question really is, well, what about hospitalization? Well, a study that was done in, um, in, in Australia showed that just as many men are hospitalized as women because of domestic violence. So the basic feeling is that, that just because your wife hits you doesn't mean that you're not you're you're, you're that she's not going to hurt you. So I really feel that if anybody hits anybody, my spouse just hit me. Now what? Get a separation. You need to get anger management. Um, you need to be able to be assured that this person is not going to be a risk to you. And I go so far as to say that before you get back together again, you not only have to look at anger as a problem, but you have to look at demands and disrespect as a problem because they're all part of a way in which people are abusive and controlling in marriage. And you got to get rid of the whole thing before you're safe with each other. And we commend your wife, David, for leaving because how many people have we worked with in the past where... Not only has the spouse hit them once, but twice, three, four. I mean, we're saying, get out of there, get mm-hmm. out of there. And they all have the reasons why they want to stay. But the idea, one, one abuse, you get out of there. Yeah, so physically. we think your wife did the right thing for not only herself, but for you, David. Right. And because physical. this is a good way to open up your eyes that you need to get help regarding this. Sure. Physical violence tends to escalate. In other words, he's hit her once. What's the likelihood he's going to hit yeah. her again? And I, I get the impression high. he doesn't want to do it again. So I think this, that he wrote us. I think it's great. <laughs> right. However, he did ask what percentage of women come back. So they had this altercation. She's out of there. Um, it only happened once, however, he says. But will she come back? Well, it sounds like he wants her back. Right. So the uh, that's a good incentive, right? Right. Yeah, I, I got an email from somebody recently who who told me that what has happened is that his wife hits him and hits him and hits him, and they get into big fights, and he tries to resist, and he tries to get out of the situation. And the question he had for me is, should I get a divorce? And I would say, certainly he should get a separation. Certainly he should have a separation. Um and and whether or not they get a divorce would would be entirely up to whether or not his wife gets the kind of help she needs to avoid being abusive. Right. All right. Very good. So, David, I hope that helps. And always, I say, get back to us if you have any further questions. Um, I do not have a mailing address, but would there be one of your books that would help David and his wife? Well, yes. Um, Love Busters. Okay. So I'll, I'll <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. There mm-hmm. you go. I, I wasn't thinking clearly. Yeah. It, Love Busters will send him a complimentary mm-hmm. copy once I get his address. And that's just a good reminder when you do send us your emails, um, include your mailing address. We do nothing else with it other than to send you a free book.
Well, let's introduce Kathy's um, question here. It's going, it's still, well, let's see. Do we want to go to Love Busters? Do we want to talk about making decisions together? Let's talk about making decisions Okay, together. Okay, we'll get Kathy another time. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not that urgent, okay? Hillary is going to be our next one, and we'll introduce the idea and maybe even start talking, but maybe continue it on the other side. So what are we doing during this hour? Once again, we defined marriage. According to Marriage Builders, marriage is a relationship of mutual extraordinary care where you make each other happy. In other words, you meet each other's emotional needs, where you avoid making each other unhappy, avoiding those love busters, and where you make all your decisions together. And that's the policy of joint agreement. So Hillary now is falling under that third mm-hmm. point. She says, if there is no time to take a break when negotiations reach an impasse, that is, a decision must be made now, how do you constructively proceed and positively resolve? Like, should we punish our children now or later for something he has done? So you get what her question is. Sure, yeah. And I would say that the the overarching rule is uh, never do anything without an enthusiastic agreement unless the health and safety of uh, somebody is at risk. Like, for example, if you're not sure that you can afford taking your children to the doctor for something, uh, and one spouse says, I'm, I'm taking my kids anyway. I don't care how you feel. Uh, that would, that would be, that would qualify for the exceptions. In other words, that if, if the health and safety of the child is at risk, then you violate the policy of joint agreement and you get the, you, you give the child the health, the help they need. Um, there are very few situations where you really lose health or safety by not doing anything. Most situations, if if you're in an impasse and you can't make a, and a decision has to be made right away, then the decision should be not to do anything. That that's basically the rule. I can think of something like at the airport, um, you know, even what route to take to go to the airport to get there faster. Mm-hmm. Um, that has to be decided right now. Um, so I mean, things like that do prop up. Uh, not on a real regular basis, but enough to know how to handle it. It's really quite rare. I mean, let's take your example, okay. for example. You know, that, that basically uh, we we, we got to get to the airport, and uh, both of us have different views of how to get yeah. there. I say this way, you say that mm-hmm. way. And um, the, you could, I could say, well, let's pull over to the side of the road and let's make a decision. Uh, and and I would I would say to you, um, because we can't agree, um, let's let's pull over to the side of the road and come to an agreement. Uh, and you would say, no, 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 we'll do it your way because we have to be there. See, I brought up the illustration <laughs> thinking in my mind, it's a time factor. And I would have a way that I think would be faster to get there. And you have a way you think would be faster to get there. But the point is, we're pressured by time yep. to get to the airport in a certain amount of time. So pulling over the road would not work. Right, right. And, and uh, I didn't add that in my illustration. It's <laughs> my problem, yeah. So then what would you do? Well, I would say, you know, I, we can pull over to the side of the road. No, we don't have it. time. <laughs> I know, well, the, but the policy of joint agreement would say don't do anything until you've come to an agreement. Well, that's what she says. So is there a time when you don't use it? In a situation like that, I think with you and me anyway, Whoever's doing the driving is going to decide <laughs> who gets there in time. And then we and, would discuss it afterwards. Yeah, and it wouldn't be a terrible, I mean, if it's a violation at all, it wouldn't be 
a terrible violation. And you better hope. I will say this, that anything that is repeated, like if we go to the airport regularly mm-hmm. and you and I are yeah. in a discussion about how to get there, we should sit down and come to an agreement on that in advance knowing it's going to happen again. All I know is you better hope that your way was faster. <laughs> we got more to discuss on the other side, so stay with us for more Marriage Builders Radio.